Under the bridge acknowledged the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is created. We pay our deepest respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Cool. First stop, the train on platform. First stop, 18. Sydney. 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 Under the Bridge. An FBI radio podcast. Welcome back to your favourite Sydney music podcast. It's Under the Bridge. My name's Joe Khan. And I'm Abby Butler. And the gang is back together. We are back. In case you forgot, we actually are supposed to be the uh, the regular hosts. This, this is our podcast. This is our podcast. <laughs> but uh, due to some very poorly timed overseas holidays, mm-hmm. it so happened that we were, I guess, on the bright side, lucky enough to be joined by some wonderful folks to co-host with the two of us. So who did you have co-host? with you the last couple Yeah, of so I had, had Lockie Wiley, who is just a wonderful suppository of knowledge. He's just got this untapped river of musical trivia almost yeah. in the archives of his brain. So that was really interesting. Kind of getting him to deliver some, you know, little cold hard facts on his favorite songs. And then I had on the flip side of the coin, Michael Sun, who is just... Who knows nothing. Who knows absolutely you- <laughs> nothing about anything. No, he was great as well. We had so much fun. That was, I've been telling people, that was one of my favorite episodes of Under the Bridge. He's just such a wonderful person. He and, is indeed. You know, bringing, he was channeling the Abbey vibes. I don't know if you, <laughs> hopefully you listened to last episode. I did indeed. There were so many fun stories that just, just slipped in there, which was actually, it reminded me of the vibe of uh, Ruby and I's episodes mm-hmm. when I was joined by Ruby Miles. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun. And as always, a big thank you to our producers, Maddie Smith and James Brennan, who co-hosted an episode by themselves and kept the podcast chugging while we were traipsing around the world. But yeah. now we're back. We're ready to really get local. Yep. And we've kind of been blessed this week. There's just been... It's been a big week. It has. It's been quite hard to sift through everything. And I mean, I don't know. We probably say that all the time. But Mm. I feel like this week and last week, it was generally a struggle to kind of narrow things down to the favorite releases. And I think we've done okay. I think so too. (laughs) I, I don't know if it's like a music industry thing or if it's planned, but so much good music seems to just be coming out of the woodwork towards the second half mm-hmm. of this year. So, I mean, if this is jumpstarting some great music from Sydney artists looking into the back end of 2019, then I'm very excited. All power to them. Let's get into it without further ado. What have we got coming up on the show? Yeah. So as usual, we kick things off with snippets. It's a little taste of four Sydney songs that caught our attention this week. Following that, we're going to cast a spot spotlight on our favourite EP or album this week. And then last but certainly not least is Raise the Bridge, a segment where we lift the lid on our personal favourite releases. You can join us on Instagram at Under the Bridge Podcast. We share all the music that we play and we've got our little community of music lovers and musicians alike that you are more than welcome to join. So I've got a big show planned. Without further ado, let's jump into it. Let's do it. You're listening to Under the Bridge. As we mentioned earlier, it's now time for snippets, which means that we're going to pick apart two of our favourites of the week, have a little chat. Abby, I reckon you do the honours since you've been away for so long. Thank you. I am absolutely thrilled to be bringing new stuff from an artist that I was fortunate enough to catch live, actually, a couple of months ago. They were supporting Sweater Curse at the Oxford Art Factory Gallery. And this is kind of a case of when you go and see an artist live before they've dropped a song, and then once they drop it, you can kind of recognise it from hearing it live. And this kind of follows through to my Raise the Bridge later in the show. But right now, I'm chatting about egoism. They are a 
Sydney duo from the inner west made up of Scout, Eastmont and Olive Rush, which might I just say are such cool names. Scout and Olive. Scout and Olive. They're what, a, what a duo. They're an amazing duo. The song is called What Are We Doing? And it's a song that was written for those who have ever felt that, quote, what the fuck are we doing feeling? Which, I mean, who can't relate to that? Truly. They've said, <laughs> they've said it's literally how they feel about making music together. That kind of unsure, rolling down the hill, who knows where we're going to end up. Uh, but what they have ended up with, surprisingly maybe by the title and the theme of that song, is a really polished and self-assured indie pop track, very similar to their 2019 single Enemies. Um, not so much in sound, but in the fact that it is so clean and put together and they really do know what they're doing. There's hints of nostalgia, jingly, sparkly guitars that haze their way through the song. And I absolutely adore Olive and Scout's vocals. They come together so beautifully. Olive kind of gives me Maddie Healy vibes from the 1975. So my inner indie pop teen is absolutely loving it. They're more than satisfied. So am I. It's perfect for brisk winter mornings, I would say. Kind of gives a little glimmer of summer while still having a glimpse of melodrama at the same time. So let's get into it. Egoism, what are we doing? I'm going to dive straight into my first pick for this week snippet. It's the second release from a Sydney five piece called Noodle House. This one came out not too long ago now on a split seven inch double single release alongside a Melbourne band called Sunfruits through Third Eye Stimulate Records, who, you know, if you've been around Sydney for a while, you should know by now. They make some, you know, they put out some pretty sweet music, those, um, I think it's two guys that run that. I feel that. like you've mentioned them maybe perhaps in past episodes. So Maybe perhaps, you're right. Maybe perhaps. Yeah, well, actually, episode one, we featured the Jim Mitchells who put out music through them as well, so that would make sense. That's pretty good memory. Yeah, I guess so. 
let's let's carry on from, <laughs> from the offset this song just has got this instant likability it's just one of those songs you play you like it you know there's no buffer it's like play like uh the guitar it just really beautifully ascends and descends throughout the whole thing and it's got this really classic musicality to it i feel like noodle house is the inner west's love child between the Beatles and drug dealer um yeah I feel like I could show my nan this song and she'd be equally as appreciative of it as I am (laughs) that's a good test yeah I mean it's the nan test and I think you know there ain't too many that pass the nan test I agree yeah especially especially in this day and age 2019 the kind of type of music people are making Nans are, nans are fussy. Yeah, they, they are. But you think they'd like this one? Yeah, I reckon Noodle House does all right on that front. Let's have a listen. It's Noodle House with One Day I'll See. This is Under the Bridge. To a very different sound now, I'm going to be bringing you the new one from an artist who was raised in New York but is now based in Sydney called Leela Gold. The song is called Big Sad Eyes. It's a big call, but I'm going to say it. I think Leela Gold is Sydney's answer to Charlie XEX. Wow. I know. I know you're a bit of a Charlie secret stan. I'm not a secret stan. I'm a, I'm a full blown. I've outed myself as a Charlie X X X X. Such a fan. Such a fan. Fake fan. That I don't even know her name. Joe can't exposed. I I do like some Charlie, but carry on. So if you like Charlie, then I think you're gonna really like this one from Leela. She notes Charlie as an influence alongside names like Grimes, Rosalia, Coffee, and this song in particular was inspired by Lucid Dreaming, which I think is fitting because I would definitely describe this song as very dreamy. It has this otherworldly quality that I think is very much due to the fact that it kind of escapes beyond a defined genre. You would say that it's kind of pop, but also kind of hip hop, kind of electro, all of those elements you can hear within Big Sad Eyes. Upon the first listen, you might think that it's so filled with bravado that it must be about, you know, finding confidence and like kicking ass. But she said that it actually is a really vulnerable and sensitive topic. I mean, the song is called Big Sad Eyes, Mm. after all. (laughs) So she said in an interview with Purgis that she's, quote, singing about my anxiety, desires for success and fulfilment. But even though that might be the case, it's still full of bounce and will no doubt be stuck in your head. Don't worry, you will thank me for it instead of curse me for it. So this one from Leela Gold is called Big Sad Eyes. The intensity when I'm alone Need a something 
I'm going to change tack a little bit for my second snippet. It's going to be an electronic music producer called Fondupe. First single from the forthcoming debut album of Fondupe called, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, it's spelt O-N-Y-K-I-A, I'm going to say Onikia. I think that's a pretty good crack. Yeah, I think it's, you know, why not? Let's yeah, go with that for now. Let's go with it. Uh, he's no stranger to a gig, having supported... John Hopkins before, which is pretty damn huge if you ask me. That is massive. John Hopkins has come into the FBI studios before and had a really lovely candid chat with Maya Billick. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you can search the FBI website if you're a huge John Hopkins fan. There's definitely a few of you around, so don't be a stranger. Um, This track, it's called Abyssal 4400, and it's a beautiful piece of atmospheric sound that gains and disperses momentum throughout it. It uh, it features parts of a southern Italian fishing chant called Uleva Leva. Again, probably going to butcher that. <laughs> You've been in Europe. Surely you're... Uleva Leva. <laughs> you hang around the Italian fisheries? I didn't quite make it there, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's it. Look, that sounds about right. Next time. Which, yeah, you can hear it throughout. He's really sampled it in such an interesting way. Um, and talking about the track, Von Jupe has opened up saying that he really got into the concept of deep sea gigantism, which is about these real-life giants that exist deep within the depths of the ocean, 100 times the size of their regular form, uninterrupted in the dark. They adapt to their environment and become predators. It made a lot of sense as he was working through some tough moments and the things that he hadn't dealt with mentally crept up and bit him in the ass. Most of the time, we've got no idea what exists at the core of ourselves. So he, he went and gone deep. He went and gone deep. Literally deep into the ocean. Gigantically deep. And now I think I'm going to have nightmares about those sea creatures. Yeah. I mean, I want to just Google gigantism. That's the next step for me after That's this podcast. Next Podcast. <laughs> on deep sea gigantism <laughs> under the bridge under what's really what's under the bridge deep under the bridge oh my gosh just keep let's play this yeah look it's fun dupe <laughs> abyssal 4400 
Abby, coming up with this week's spotlight was a little bit of a hard task. It was so difficult. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We um we didn't necessarily argue, but I mean we we had back and forths. Yeah, we did. There are just so many EPs and albums being released in Sydney this week. Mm. Um, and so I guess we should give a, a couple of special mentions. Yeah. I wanted to give a special mention to Seek a Lover Keeper. Yep. They are an iconic folk trio. Definitely sink your teeth into that record that's out. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll also give an honourable mention to Eagle Eye Jones. They've got their debut mm. EP called Moon Rose Red, which came out today. Those boys have poured in a lot of hours, blood, sweat and tears into it, quite obviously, after having a listen to that one. So props to you. But there could only be one spotlight. No, and one only. <laughs> and that spotlight is? Yeah, it's Coconut Cream. With Out of Touch. That is the name of it. I've been thinking way too much I've got to start day drinking when I should be doing other stuff Coconut Cream, they are an indie pop four-piece. They met originally at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music in 2018 and uh, they released their debut single on New Year's Day this year. I've got to say, Sydney is pumping out good indie pop and indie Mm -hmm. rock music at the moment. Coconut Cream are definitely part of that movement. Did you say they put out their first single of this EP out on New Year's Not Day. of this EP, but there was a debut single called Laney, which okay. they released at the very start of right, this year. Right, right. Because I know that the single they put out from this EP before it's released today was called Day Drinking. I was yes. like, oh, that would have been so perfect. I'm such a fan of Day Drinking as well. I feel like it is the such... The song or...? Oh, <laughs> I mean both, yeah, <laughs> really. Okay. And yeah. probably that's part of why I like it so much. <laughs> Relatable. But that single, and it kicks off the EP, is a really fully developed sound that just encompasses everything mm. the group is about. Yeah, I think this... Um, EP is definitely the result of a combination of some, you know, young budding musicians that have gotten together and really found the right blend of each other's sensibilities. Yeah. And it's produced this, yeah, wonderful collection of really lovely stripped back but vocally charged tracks. I don't know about you, but maybe I just have a really outdated uh, idea of what the Sydney Conservatorium of Music is mm-hmm. is like. But I imagine that they are all like it's kind of like a school of rock situation where okay. instead of like originally playing guitars they were like playing violin and then one day they wanted to make a cool band and then coconut cream was formed and they learnt cool instruments but that's absolutely not how it happened but I like to think that's how like they were the cool I mean, kids of the con yeah okay I, I like that imagery I just Thank picture you. black skivvies that's the only thing that comes to <laughs> my mind I know nothing about it either but I'm just thinking like real kind of almost like film noir like well, black black civvy, skivvies and, you know, smoking ciggies. And, it's kind of know, funny you say that because their first gig... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> their first gig was actually a small art exhibition in Surrey Hills. And since they've played the Lansdowne, Vic on the mm. Park, Oxford Art Factory, plenty of others, are real uh, becoming a real staple on a lot of, you know, lineups across mm-hmm. the city. Yep, I've definitely seen their name popping up all around the shop. Mm. And so, as you were saying, from the opening track, Daydreaming, they really set the pace for a subtle journey that carries this understated attitude which they just thoughtfully weave throughout like there's yeah moments of just I don't don't want to say sass it's definitely attitude I agree yeah in songs like out of touch and sync they're kind of jazzy and then have these mm, funny little jibes and lyrics of their subjects and there was one that I really liked which they just casually drop at the start of out of touch which is he likes he likes the ocean but he grew up in Erskineville love it so they're very local and you know we always like when 
those uh, little little name yeah. names are dropped. Geographical themes, exactly. you know, drop it in there. Um, yeah, I also love the harmonies that lift the wings of vocalist Astari in yes. a really lovely way. They kind of chime in almost when they're needed. Yes. It's like they know exactly the right time just to give that more wholesome sound to Agreed. the music. I wrote two words, tender and charming Lovely. for the vocals in this I one. Think... And also as a certified sucker for a bit of brass, yep. I get I get very excited when uh, Oscar on sax yep. pulls out a bit of a, a sneaky yeah. sax solo. Definitely. Yeah, there's quite a soulful, almost jazzy yeah. element to that. And I think an honourable mention had to be made to that sultry sax. Oh, yeah. Um, it just brings the whole spectrum of coconut cream to a different level of musicality, I think. Mm. I think... As soon as you hear that brass come through, you're like, oh, okay, this isn't your kind of run-of-the-mill indie pop song. You've yeah. Got, yeah, it got a bit more thought behind it. Yeah, exactly. It definitely sets them apart from a lot of other indie acts that are mm. in Sydney at the moment. Then you've got a track like Elevator, which is a lot more sensitive and stripped back mm-hmm. and really lets those cheeky Australiana, Australiana-esque lyrics shine, I would say. Yeah, I think it's such a wonderfully light and playful debut. And while it doesn't necessarily mm. crumble any genre tropes dramatically, I think it's thoughtful and considered. It's fun and likeable. I'm going to just keep spitting words out now. You know, definitely... a band that I can now call myself a fan of. Absolutely agree with that one. I think that this, while showing off everything that Coconut Cream have to offer, it still leaves plenty of room for growth to see what they can do in the future, which I'm very keen to find out. But in the meantime, we've got this EP called Out of Touch and the track that we're going to be picking out, largely because of the name, but also because it is a good tune, is Airbags Cost a Fuck Ton to Replace. Sell my own guitar if I could see you 
Now that spotlight has come to an end, it's now the pointy end of the show where we lift the lid on our personal fave from the week. It's Raised a Bridge. Abby, it's been a while since you've raised a bridge. I know. You tried via correspondence. I you did, wanted to did. jump in with a Coda Banks track, but... Yeah, there were some technical difficulties. Bad Wi-Fi. But definitely check out 20 Missed Calls uh, from Coda Banks mm. if you haven't yet. It's well. massive. But look, I am coming back this week and I cannot wipe the smile off my face. I feel like the heavens have just opened up and blessed me with the most perfect Raise the Bridge from one of my favourite Sydney artists, Imbi the Girl, they've got a new one. It's called Our Room. And I've got to say, it's only been out for, you know, less than a day, but I think it's a contender for one of my favourite, not only Imbi tracks, but tracks of 2019. It's a real gem. I would just describe it as so precious. For a bit of context, taking it back, if for some reason you haven't heard of Imbi the Girl and their work, then in all honesty, it's kind of difficult to label or, I guess, draw comparison to any other artists. They are so authentic and unique, both in their sound and the lyrics that accompany them. But I guess you could describe it as a bit of neo-soul mm-hmm. and and poetry blended together, perhaps. Anywho, this song uh, called Our Room is one that is inspired by their upbringing, one in which the TV was a solace from the surrounding chaos. From the very first sound that you hear, you're catapulted into Imbi's childhood home. It is so all-encompassing, and they just spin these magical lyrics with a unique blend of R&B and poetry. And part of the reason why I've chosen this one for Raise the Bridge, uh, if you're a new listener and you might not know the format too well, is that we play our Raise the bridge song in full and there are just so many turns and interesting ways that this song goes that you really don't expect and it's all in less than three minutes and I don't think you can really fully appreciate this song without hearing it in completion so I think sonically and production wise it's Imbi's most diverse and interesting song there's so many different elements that grow together to form a web of growing up and that along with the song's achingly raw words and touching topic, it, it all meant that I just couldn't look past it for my Raise the Bridge this week. From Imbi the Girl, this one is Our Room. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. 
leaving my room Yeah, back, cold shoulder, your fire was smoldering through Try to reach out, lies to his head fell askew And I knew, I'd never be your family guy Mama, I'm sorry You deserve better, I am just growing No, you don't understand But I am hopeful that in the future You'll start to see the plan For all that it is And not who I was Cause I've outlived that I have outgrown that When will you see that? When will you know that? Maybe, maybe, maybe in the next life Maybe, maybe, maybe in the last Maybe, maybe, maybe in the next life absolutely loved it first of all i gotta say that um really caught me off guard yeah yeah there was definitely a lot of uh vulnerability channeled into that one and created um quite a beautiful output as the end result mm. i i think the the themes of tv being this like mediator between you know maybe um things that are happening that are not so conducive to being a happy innocent child mm. and ha- taking this protective quality over a young person it made me think that you know we don't often look at technology as like uh, with with a protective quality yeah which like I nurturing think, I guess. not well i also just distracting you mm. know and not to say That's that true. not to say that kids when they're immersing themselves in technology are not aware of the things that are going on around them in a household if you know things aren't always rainbows and butterflies but just that Just that play on on the narrative of kids getting stuck in their screens, Mm. we don't often explore that it can be protective to a certain extent. Yeah, 
It can be a bit of a safety blanket. Yeah. And I've got to say, earlier in the show, I mentioned the whole kind of beauty of hearing an unreleased song performed live before you get to, you know, chuck it on Spotify. But I saw Imbi the Girl at their last show at the Lansdowne. And when they performed this one, their sibling was actually in the audience as well. And you could just feel the connection between them and this shared experience that they both have. If you ever get the chance to see Imbi the Girl live, it is just a beyond beautiful experience. I could not recommend it highly enough. And I'm glad that you enjoyed it as well, Joe. I most definitely did. And I'm very much looking forward to catching them live one day. You're listening to Under the Bridge. Alrighty, so now on to the final song of the show. Yep. It's a very coveted spot and you're going to be feeling it. So uh, no pressure. No pressure at all. Um, I'm going to end things with my razor bridge, which you lather it on. It protects you. It's you know, sometimes gets in your eyes and, you know, um, can also make you sticky. It's sunscreen. I was going to say, like, mozzie spray. Okay, yeah, a bit of aerosol. Aerosol? You know? Deodorant? Nah, what's it called? Aerogard. Aerogard. That's it. The new one from Aerogard. Nah, nah, this is a band called Sunscreen, taking off their forthcoming second EP, which is called Falling in an Elevator, which doesn't sound like a good time, but... Don't be fooled by the name of the EP because this song is nothing but good times. That EP is coming out later in the month, which is August, if you're listening to this in real time. Um, And I might have a little bit of a reoccurring theme for my Raise the Bridge picks. Um, If it's not painstakingly obvious by this point, I'm a sucker for songs that evoke nostalgia and warmness um, and transport me to places that are warmer than here. Vocalist Sarah Sykes says of this song that it's about thinking about someone all day and is reminiscent about all things new, bright and exciting. And you can't give it a more blatantly um, accurate rap than that. There's definitely a sense of longing I get from this song at the same time, though, and just wanting to be near the person that you love and can't get out of your mind. Um, Could just be me, but there's, yeah, a little bit of sadness that underlines the tones of Sykes' voice that really makes this song feel like it's bringing up the feeling of almost being homesick in a way, but it's got these really lush and kind of jangly surf rock-esque guitars that have just, you know, pushed forward. It's a bit of a, you know, train ride, this one. There's no stops. It's just like, boom, from start to finish. And regardless of how you interpret it, it's a wonderful piece of music by a wonderful band. Here it is. It's Think About You by Sunscreen.
Abby, thoughts, feelings, opinions? Well, the first thought that I had before the song even played when you said um, that the singer is, is it Sarah Sykes? Yes. That, you know, you really couldn't go a full episode without having a bit of psych. You know, usually it's like rock, but we got in there with the side. Yeah, yeah, I had to slip it in. And speaking of the vocals, it's so much of what drew me to this one. Yeah. And I think of what sets it apart from a lot of, you know, that uh, we often use the phrase jangly guitar, you know, mm, indie rock. Gets thrown around Exactly, here and there. which we're both big fans of. But the vocals really remind me kind of of Beck Sandridge. It's uh-huh. got a bit of a retro vibe, perhaps 80s inspired. But yeah, that really packs a punch it's full of energy yeah it doesn't hold back that's for sure it doesn't start to finish great choice thank you (laughs) well thank you sunscreen i can't take credit for your music but thank you (laughs) under the bridge and episode numero 15 i don't know what 15 is in spanish but number 15 we've made it i feel like it's a mini milestone i think the amount of times I've heard you say mini milestone or milestone, we've hit like three episodes. You're like, we hit the three episode milestone. 15 is like a cool 15's number. 15's cool, though. yeah. I think let's, let's you know, reserve the milestone vocab for the big ones. You know what I mean? That's like, why I said mini milestone, Yeah, dog. all right. You know, it's a stepping stone. Anyway, the episode, we've, we've hit the end, sadly. Uh, but thank you, as always, for listening. Yes, if you want to subscribe, we would love that. And you can also give us a rating while you're there. Help spread the word about all the good things that Sydney has to offer musically. And there's a lot. So. Yeah, up to and including five stars, I believe. Absolutely. I think that's the quantifiable measure of how much enjoyment you're having while listening to this podcast. I think so too. So yeah, chuck a rating on there. Do a little review as well. You can flex those writing muscles in yep. the review section. Definitely. You can also head along to our Instagram at Under the Bridge Podcast. Up the top of the show we mentioned, we've got a little community forming mm-hmm. and we would love for you to be a part of it at Under the Bridge Podcast is where it's at. Yes. Um, if you know or you're in a band perhaps or you just really want to give a shout out to your favorite Sydney music, shoot us an email if that's your preferred method of communication. Under the Bridge at fbiradio.com is our email address. Artists, listeners, email us anything. <laughs> yes, indeed. And of course, tune into the bridge Monday to Thursdays from 8 pm here on FBI Radio 94.5 to hear an hour of Sydney music every single week. That's it from us for today. We'll it catch is. you next week. See ya.